Droppe Gaming. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast! Yay! Yay! And the crowds go and wild! <laughs> Nuts! <laughs> it's uh, a semi-prime. It is, it's episode 141. Yeah, sorry, I got a bit excited saying semi-prime. Yeah, that's alright. It's an exciting afternoon. It's uh, 3 and 47, that's what you multiply to get to 141. Exactly. And they are both prime numbers, which makes this semi-prime. Yeah. And that's your maths lesson for today. That's your knowledge bomb. Quick maths. I was going to drop Matt's mic, but he'd probably get pissed off. And we would not be recording. <laughs> that's the end of that. So yes, it is episode 141, and you've got Matt and I here, as per the norm. Yep. And we're here to talk about games. We've yeah. actually been playing games, and Fuck. some new ones recently. We've been playing a lot, actually, yeah. and we need to kind of breeze through a few, because we're a bit behind. Yes. We've been playing too much Anthem. You have, that's for well, sure. I have. Yeah. You played a fair amount of it. I did. I well. smashed a fair bit out in the first week, I'd say. Yeah. Um, you clocked the story, at least. Yeah, I got the story, finished that. Um, and I put probably close to 25 to 30-something hours yeah. into it. Um, yeah, I did a fair bit of running around, had a bit of fun, but we'll get on to that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be our closing discussion. So, the first one... When you I- hear the anthem play, it's nearly the end of the show. <laughs> That's the beginning. Oh, yeah, true. Yep, yep. That's, the, <laughs> that's how it works. We've been doing this for 141 episodes, and I can remember the fucking intro. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so there's a game in particular that we actually reviewed on the last episode, and then I cut the whole thing, because I went on a ramble fest about it. Um, yeah. And it wasn't particularly good to listen to, so I saved you all that. No need that's to thank some me. nice editing. The game is Far Cry New Dawn which actually came out on the 15th of Feb, which is nearly a month ago. Yes. So if you haven't played it, I'm about to tell it's, you about it. It's old now. <laughs> it's old news. Yeah. You've got a couple of other big games now mm-hmm. that are going to get in the way of that. So anyway, um, Far Cry New Dawn, we know, we talked about it a couple of times on previous episodes where it's set after Far Cry 5, where at the end of Far Cry 5, there's a like, nuclear Spoiler. holocaust. The whole world gets fucked up. Yeah. And then this game, New Dawn, is set 17 years later. So all the people have, start, have come out of the bunkers and they're sort of rebuilding in this valley, which is where Far Cry 5 was set. Mm. And, and I remember seeing that map where it's uh, the overlay map. Yeah. And so, it, it is literally the heart of mm. the number five map yeah it was basically so number five was uh, Far Cry 5 was set into sort of a trefoil kind of shape so oh. it had the vertical at the top and the two sides going out and I'm each one pause for a second and look up that word <laughs> <laughs> it was like a Mercedes symbol oh yeah 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 gotcha. yeah or peace symbol I guess I don't fucking know alright peace baby Mercedes uh, yeah so um, each one of those sections was one of the different siblings of Joseph or whatever the fuck his name was and um, yeah so New Dawn is the bottom left section of the map and then a bit of the middle and then top yeah so it's pretty limited you don't really go to that top area in New Dawn it's pretty much all in that bottom left corner of the Far Cry 5 map but what's really 
it was actually surprisingly better than I expected it to be. Um, Far Cry 5, we reviewed, and I was kind of a bit off on it because the story was kind of lame, mm-hmm. and it was like it was kind of it was fun to play, but it wasn't really anything special yeah, to me. There's nothing groundbreaking in it. It felt very much like four to me. Yeah, um, and the whole non-presence of your main character left yeah. it feeling empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we've spoken about that a couple of times. Over, you know, in different games where the protagonist being this faceless, nameless fucking person who has no bearing on the world. Yeah. Like, we kind of saw that in Anthem, but mm. your character has a history with the people that you're relating to. Yep. Whereas in Far Cry 5, you were this deputy who just rocked up and happened to be there to help out. And Far Cry New Dawn, you play sort of a security captain you don't have a name okay. but your history I guess is that you've been going around with this group of people helping other settlements and this chick who is actually um, what's this guy there's a guy <laughs> there's a guy in Far Cry 5 Nick who uh, uh, Nick Ryan the plane. that owned the plane yep. so in Far Cry 5 there's a mission sort of thread where you're helping his pregnant wife and then you she gets birth. To the hospital and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So in Far Cry New Dawn, Carmina Rai is the daughter, oh, yeah. who then comes to find your people to come and help them in their um, little settlement yep. thing. And there's these twins who are psychos, and you need to basically save the day. Standard Far Cry storyline. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I went into it kind of thinking, yeah, it'll be cool because it's a post-apocalyptic version of Far Cry 5, which is, you know, it has potential. Yeah. So it was actually surprisingly better than I expected. Very bright and colourful, which is different to the most most post-apocalyptic games that you get. Yeah, very much so. Which made it quite interesting. But there was a few things that they talked about in the lead-up to the game that I was looking for, but I was not seeing. Mm -hmm. So, for example, one of the things is the saw launcher which is a weapon that they showed off in the trailers, which is a gun that shoots saw Saw blades. blades. Wow. Right? So, you know, shoots them out so they fuck people up. And we saw that in the trailer, and it kind of made me think, like, oh, there's going to be a bunch of improvised weapons. That'll be cool. Mm. Uh, In reality, that's the only improvised weapon. The rest are all just normal guns. Um, It's a little bit different in the way that they show some of them. Like, for example, they might have soft drink cans as silencers instead of normal silencers they've got a soft drink can on the end cool or a kitchen a big kitchen butcher knife as a bayonet bayonet. stuff like that which kind of is cool but at the same time the guns just play the same as guns in Far Cry 5 so it's nothing special it's just to look at Mm -hmm. which I thought was a little bit disappointing Um, was a lot of it like that just reskinned the weapons were the world I mean there's the standard Far Cry kind of missions like go and clear this area outposts and stuff yeah. like that yeah. one of the things that they added which I was excited about was expeditions which was sold as this thing where apart from using the old Far Cry map there's these expeditions where you can go to other places around America oh, cool. and do fucking stuff that you couldn't do in the normal Far Cry map that's pretty good. So the thing that they showed was like a theme park yeah. that had been overgrown and whatnot and sort of destroyed from the 
end of days, yeah. right? Yeah. And they sold it as this thing where it's like, oh, you'll get to go there and there'll be way more enemies because we can, it's a much smaller map, so we have the power in the yeah. system to be able to have more enemies on the screen, blah, 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 blah. In reality, they weren't as exciting as I hoped. Oh. They basically boiled down to just um, this mission where a helicopter would drop you off at one of a number of drop-off points and then you had to go and find a package and then you got the package and then you went to one of the helicopter extraction points Okay. and you just yeah. waited there while the time it counted down and just killed any enemies that came nearby and mm. it would be like protect the helicopter when it's coming in so that it doesn't blow up because you won't be able to escape but in reality as soon as the helicopter lands you jump in and it's like invulnerable like it's oh, not okay. it's like it doesn't die then you're wow. safe so instead of you know trying to kill all the enemies that are killing the helicopter yeah. you just jump in as soon as it lands and it fucking it goes away, away perfectly yeah. fine mm-hmm. each one um, could be replayed three times and the difficulty went up each time so it was rank one two three they did the same thing with the outposts in the game so you could okay. clear one and then salvage it and you got ethanol which was the in-game sort of currency to buy upgrades and shit yep. and every time you salvaged it the difficulty of that outpost went up and your prizes for clearing it went up as well and okay et cetera, was that et just through more enemies or stronger enemies stronger or? enemies yeah but pretty okay. much so yeah. Yeah, harder enemies, more enemies in some cases. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the expeditions worked out the same way. Each time it dropped me off in a different place but and the package was in a different place, but I still oh, just okay. kind of ran in, found it, you and know, fucked off. Yeah. And they there was seven of them, so I did them... I got the platinum in this game, so I yeah. did each of them. You had to do each of them on all three difficulties. Mm-hmm. So I did them 21 times. Wow. And they were all so similar, even because the, there were seven different areas so one was the theme park one was Grand Canyon and then there was a couple of other ones like the uh, oh, International Space Station crash site so mm. it's crashed to Earth by some fucking crazy coincidence yeah. in the middle of America lucky yeah. when the planet is like 70% water <laughs> just happens to land in a mountainous <laughs> area of America but that's cool yeah um, and there was like a spy plane oh. and they one cool easter egg was that there's a Splinter Cell suit, like a suit that Sam Fisher wears in Splinter Cell, on the plane. It was like a CIA-type special agent plane that had crashed. Yep. was being used as a base. There was a nuclear power plant, shit like that. So, um, But they weren't that interesting of the areas. Mm -hmm. So they all boiled down to just running, get the package, get out, and, you know, shoot some enemies. But you could basically hide from most of them. Wow, okay. Because you, you can stealth in, and then once you find the package, it's like an alarm goes off, and they start tracking you because the package has GPS. Oh, okay, yeah. And so that's how they play that out. But yep. it didn't live up to being as interesting as I thought it would be, which was a bit of a letdown for mm. that. Um, so, yeah, the expeditions and the weapons were a bit of a letdown. But in general, um, the game, the world was really impressive with how colorful it was. The game was a lot shorter than Far Cry 5, which I appreciated because yeah. I felt like Far Cry 5 really dragged on. So did I. The price mm. of Far Cry Not New Dawn, I think at launch, was like 60 bucks, So it was cheaper yeah. and obviously less content. But it was fun enough that I got to the end and I'd played a fuckload because I got the Platinum. Yeah. And I did a bunch of other side shit 
apart from what I needed to do to get the platinum. So I mm-hmm. put a fair amount of time into it, and then when I finished, I was like, I could play more of this. Oh wow, that's you know? good. Yeah. So I think from a value point of view, mm-hmm. um, obviously Ubisoft are good at what they do. So um, yeah, I think it's worth definitely getting. Um, are they yeah. bringing out any DLC for this, or is it um, kind of just? I don't think they are. I haven't seen anything on it either, but yeah, I thought. Yeah, it's kind of weird because it's it's almost as if it's a DLC itself, but it's yeah. much more. Well, that's like scaled um, up, primal. Yeah. I don't think they brought anything. I think DLC that was originally going to be a DLC game, yeah. and then they went, you know, we can make a full game out of this. Mm. So yeah, I would um, kind of in closing, I guess four out of five, I would give it. I yeah. did have a, a fair amount of fun with it. I actually feel like I had more fun with it than I did with Far Cry Five, mm-hmm. mainly because even though the antagonists, those twins that are psychos, were like totally overplayed and ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I kind of just went it's fun to play. Yep. Like you met the guy from Far Cry 5 as well. Oh, okay. And he was sort of thinking along the lines of like, maybe I was not right to bring people into this shitty world and wow. all this kind of stuff. So there's a bit of stuff going on there with him. Yeah. But at the same time, he was a real fucking villain in Far Cry 5. So he you was. can't feel too bad for him. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that all comes later in the story, revealing him and that side of the sort of new Eden type thing mm. but yeah I've had a lot of fun with it apart from the kind of bland story in it so yeah 4 out of 5 yeah, is pretty four good 4 out of 5 yeah, yeah very good well um I guess while you were playing some of that and uh I was getting my teeth stuck into Metro Exodus um yeah I was pretty keen for this one yeah I I, I remember playing the Metro games both of the the originals um I own them on everything. Yeah, of course. For I feel some like reason, everyone probably does at this point. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, the issue with that is that I own the originals, and I own the remastered versions. Yeah. Um, of both the the Last Metro Light games and twenty thirty three. Yeah. Um, I I know that they've changed a few things with this game, but it's honestly been so long since I played those other games that. I couldn't sit here and distinguish the difference. Yeah. It's like now that I've played probably uh, 15 to 20 hours of, of Metro Exodus, I'd be probably a bit more than halfway through it. Yeah. And I haven't, for the reason of actually wanting to review it, I didn't play it on hard. Yeah. I just played it on normal. And it's great fun like I really really want to play the game as much as I possibly can it's, yeah. there's a, a really good strong story to it um, basically with the the Metro games your like Russia has been destroyed yeah. by nuclear war yeah. um, nuclear <laughs> that's how they say it in Russian yeah in Russia nuclear <laughs> it is Russian um, so yeah the, and Basically, what's happened is that all humans have gone underground into the metro system, hence the name, um, yep. and we fight for survival. Yep. Um, As you do. Yeah. And the crust of the earth is basically now just covered with beasts or um, you know, humans that have kind of... Mutations. Mutated, yeah, yeah. into just 
random kind of monsters in yeah. a way. Um, almost like a, a bit of a cross almost between uh, a zombie and just a really rugged looking vampire kind of thing that's just extremely <laughs> thirsty for you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So they'll just come b- bursting out and trying to get zombies. you. Yeah, that'd Gross. be weird. Yeah. Um, I guess all vampires are zombies, right? Because they're way. undead. Yeah. And zombies are undead. So Yeah, one feeds on blood, one feeds on brains though. I feel like these days most zombies day. just eat Whatever. fucking flesh. Anything. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Ankles and like those. And yeah, when they rip time. out um, Achilles tendons and shit when you see them in movies, that fuck it, that fucks me up every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every That's time. Twisted. It's like a curb stomp, you know, like it's You know just what's fucked. really disgusting? This is a total aside from all of the shit we plan to talk about, but the Mortal Kombat 11 trailers that oh, they've yeah. been revealing, yep. I feel like it is the most gory of any game I've ever seen. Almost of it's, any like movie or it's, anything I've it ever all, seen. It's, it's almost crazy. unsettling to me, and I see a lot of gory shit, and I'm no. fine with it. You know? Well, you're an electrician. You would see a lot of gory shit. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I, so I saw they released a new story trailer for it and we'll get back to Metro in a second I saw a new story trailer and I um, I follow IGN on Snapchat and they do these little stories where they just do daily news updates mm-hmm. and they were talking about the characters that were revealed in the latest story trailer and they showed Jackie Briggs which is Jax's daughter she got oh, brought yeah. into the last one I think yeah. or Mortal Kombat X when mm-hmm. they sort of rebooted the whole series yeah and um she has this fucking fatality move where she shoots these exploding bullets, but they're kind of like a remote explosive. So she okay. has a detonator. Yeah. She shoots this guy. I don't know who she's fighting. I can't remember, but she shot him in both knees and I think in the elbows or the arm, the shoulders, shoulders or something, or something yeah. and then blew them up one by one. Wow. So this guy's leg got blown off at the knee and then the other one and then like just yeah. chunks going everywhere. Wow. And then I saw it. Cassie Cage's trailer which is Johnny Cage's daughter or whatever. Yeah, makes sense. And she kicked a guy in the nuts so hard that his spine and skull, still connected together, popped out of the back of his head, like flew up in the air. I was like, that's gross. Ridiculous. Could yeah. never happen. But like vi- like visually... I think Bruce Lee did that once. <laughs> kicked someone in the nuts so yeah, hard exactly. that his spine came out. <laughs> Fucking crazy. So... Um, it'll be interesting to see that comes out late April, but I'm interested mm. to see if it gets a rating here because it's like it feels like it's far and away above anything yeah, we've seen before. Yeah, it's worse than the last one. It's pretty fucked sure. up. Yeah, <laughs> like last one was pretty fucked up. Too, yeah, the last one was yeah. bad, but this one I'm like, I'm actually looking at it going like Jesus. I can't even know? play this in front of kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I played Injustice and I was like, oh cool, I'll play as Green Lantern. And then the Red Lantern guy just vomited blood on him <laughs> in front of the kids while they yeah, were watching. And I was like, fucking hell. Thanks a lot, Netherrealm. <laughs> it's just cherry soda. <laughs> Why is he vomiting blood? Why is the cat vomiting blood on him? <laughs> it's like, fuck, man. Anyway. Anyway, back to Metro. So Metro, is there any blood vomiting cats or um, cats vomiting blood <laughs> no, no I haven't seen any cats actually which is good yeah. that's weird yeah no it's good yeah um, Susie will hate that but what a great I like world. it yeah that's right <laughs> but there's a lot to, in this game that I've really been enjoying I haven't finished it so I don't want to go through the story or anything mm-hmm. really um, and I really would like to finish it hopefully I get to 
It is quite a long game, though. I've been yeah. really impressed with how long it has been. Um, I did have one part that kind of pissed me off. There was just a, a glitch in a load at one stage um, where you go to this lighthouse yeah. and you know you, you try and clear out the area beneath the, the uh, lighthouse to save the woman that's in there because she's going to help you on the next mission. Yeah. I did that. Classic. Yeah, exactly. Um, I did that, and then she lowers, like, she's got this, uh, like, boat on hoists that she lowers down from the top of it. Oh, yeah. And then she takes you back up, and you have a conversation with her, and then you get back in the boat, and you go back down. But I decided I wanted to go and, like, all through the game, you walk into, like, safe places or whatever, and you have, like, your little... Um, equipment table so you can fix all your shit in this game everything degrades really yeah. quickly guns get dirty and they jam up um, your gas mask which you need probably at least 40 to 50% of the game uh, yeah. or you're dead yeah. um, it'll get cracks in it from fights um, you know things just degrade over time because all this stuff is like years and years and years since there was any real civilization Yeah. so you've scavenged half your shit and the guns you actually scavenge to create better ones or get you know, silencers that are all crappy and fix them up and put them on guns yeah. and all that kind of crap. But anyway, so you, I wanted to go and use the, the bench to work yeah. on my stuff. And I got it all fixed up, made a few more you know, bits of ammo and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, looted her room because there's a few like boxes that you've got to go do. to yeah, yeah exactly do. she turned her back what do you expect don't let me in you your know? house I'll steal all your shit <laughs> exactly yeah I'll, I'll go and you know trash all of your uh, yeah. you know, toolboxes and pull out a couple of bandages and shit it's to be expected yeah, well it's honestly um, it's Russia well exactly <laughs> <laughs> not only are they colluding but um... <laughs> well political yeah but anyway, um, welcome so to Drop Bear Gaming, your uh, leading po- political podcast. Trump is bad. Uh-oh. And in other news, <laughs> so is the Brexit deal, apparently, <laughs> and everything else. Oh, too soon. Fuck. Let's not get into this shit. <laughs> um, so I did that, and then I went and got on the boat. So she lowers you down then to the ground, and then you go and start your next yeah. mission. For some reason, she wasn't there like i could hear her talking but she wasn't there (laughs) and i'm going okay that's a weird glitch jumped in the boat it starts lowering down she's still talking about her mum and how her mum grew up in this place and how there was a facility underground you know all this kind of shit that's really important for the next part of the story yeah but she wasn't there standing there talking to me so i was just kind of going all right that's weird anyway we get to the bottom of the ground she still didn't appear and i'm like okay that's kind of fucked So I started running around trying to find this place that she'd been talking about and I killed everything. Yeah. Like seriously, in this map, you're in this like, um, all the water's dried out. So there's like obviously a lighthouse, which is on this big cliff. There used to be ocean. Yeah. And about less than maybe 15% of the map in this section is land. The rest is just this dried out kind of wasteland in front of you, which has got now, you know, there's like... um, kind of bad guy settlements in little sections that they've taken over and you know just little bits of shit monsters fucking everywhere um and 
I couldn't remember where she... Because I was so freaked out that she wasn't even there. I was half the time looking for her and all that kind yeah. of shit. I wasn't listening. So I jumped down, start running around, go through all the ocean bits, killed fucking everything on the map that I could find. Yeah. I ended up going back to a spot where I knew there was another um, workbench, yeah. making more ammo because fixing I couldn't find it, fixing shit, running around. I spent probably two hours on this yeah. one part of the map. <laughs> Anyway, it got to the point where I was like, well, I don't know what the fuck she was talking about. I can't find it. I don't know where the fuck she is now. Yeah. Because I can't talk to her or anything. So I ended up just jumping off the edge of a cliff and killing myself. Yeah. Which was pretty brutal. Standard. Yeah. <laughs> I can't find this random chick. <laughs> Suicide. No, that's it. It's the only option. <laughs> and then when it loads back in, it loaded back in right at the point where the... The boat was boat lift down. was lowered to the ground. Awesome. And she's hovering halfway up the fucking boat lift down fucking thing. Fucking hoverers. Yeah. And then she starts her speech again. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, so that's the bit of the, that I missed. So now I kind of have an idea. It turns out the entrance to where we were going is like 30 meters away. Yeah. And I'd run straight past it and just fucking annihilated everything. Did it reload everything that you'd killed? Yeah, so that I had sucks. to. I could just run around and do all that again, but then yeah. I did decide. Well, maybe I just go and do a little bit of stuff, and then I come back, and she would have by then maybe come to the ground, come to her senses a bit, yeah, yeah, come yeah. to the ground, stop hovering, yeah, exactly, and we can go off. But it didn't, so I got kind of a bit pissed off because after this stage, it had been like three, three and a half hours of playing yeah. this one little section, yeah. and. It just kept loading back to that point, and it was always a standard glitch at that point. Yeah. So I went, fuck it. There, luckily, in the um, menus, you can select a mission. So mm-hmm. the last mission you played is there to select, and it just loads yeah. it fresh, and you go straight in. And so, then you redid it, and it worked. So, yeah, I had to go through it all again. Um, and then it turns out that that's probably only... A, not even a quarter, maybe 20% of that mission yeah. to where I was. So I don't, I think I've just finished that next bit of mission, but it's been really cool so far because what I've liked about the game is you start in Russia, you start in the middle of Russia and you're yeah. in the Metro. And when you first start the game, you're actually outside and you've got your gas mask on and there's a couple of beasts around and it's showing you how to evade them and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then you get back into your tunnel and you get jumped and luckily there's a couple of like sentry guards there that save you yeah. but you go you get dragged in and the colonel talks to you and he's really pissed off and he's like you know you keep telling us that you believe there's more out there than there actually is you've been out you've snuck out so many times we've yeah. been having to save you like this has got to fucking end and then shit goes wrong uh, oh, as it does geez, and they course. all have to fucking leg it out of the metro so they get on a really rickety old train and they start getting out of the tunnels um, and it just actually felt like a real potential you know it was like maybe this the the story written is so well done that it's like fuck this is actually potentially a real thing that could happen yeah you know? like They've lived there for ages, but all their shit's getting depleted, so now they're getting to the point where they kind of have no choice. Um, they could stay if they wanted to, but then they get overrun, they have to leave. Yeah. And then it turns out that there is actually more out there, 
Um, but now they have to kind of fight their way through all these different places. And, yeah. And but you start off in in the middle of Russia. It's winter. It's that freezing. Make cold sense as that shit. They called it Exodus. Then. Well, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hmm, um, interesting. Yeah. But you end up getting your train and you travel halfway across Russia. You know, Russia. Yeah. And then you're in like. Um, I assume maybe closer to Kazakhstan kind of thing, lower Russia. Yeah, okay. And it's starting to heat up a lot. Ah, uh, so classic a, lower Russia. Exactly. Yeah. So it's all it's a lot more desert. So you've gone from like these real snowy, shitty areas yeah. to... A different you know, desolate fuckhole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but there's been so far three distinct, majorly different terrains that you have to yeah. go through. And the beasts are slightly different in each of them. Um, now in this one where this lighthouse area is, it's it's really dry. Like there's fuck all water anywhere. Yeah. And one of the coolest things about it is that every now and again, like when you're running along like a sand dune or something like that, yeah. one of the um, like zombie kind of monsters will just kind of you'll see a tiny little bit of movement. In the and sand. if you get too close, yeah. it'll actually jump out and just like dust and shit will fly everywhere, That's and cool. you'll be like. Ah, fuck this, and you kill it. Um, they're pretty easy to <laughs> kill, thing. but you know, it, it, there's some really good little bits that they've obviously thought of where yeah. it's just like, okay, well, you know, there's ones that actually kind of push themselves against walls because it's just a bit easier to be stable, I suppose. Yeah. And then if you move, go near them, they'll actually kind of notice it and then like pull themselves off the wall kind of thing and try and attack you. And it's like, yeah. it's actually really fucking well made. This Pretty game was very, yeah. very well done. So like I said, I'm not going to give it a score at this point because yeah. right now I'm really fucking enjoying it. Yeah. But well, I just finished it. Yeah. I really want to finish it and I hope yeah. I get to. And hope there's no more floating lighthouse ladies. Yeah, because that'll piss yeah. me off. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so the next game I'm going to talk about is, actually I've got two indie games that I want to talk about really quickly uh, the first one is called Awesome P <laughs> of course and that's with an A not just two A's. yeah so it's a P as in the vegetable and uh, it's awesome glad I we guess. That yeah awesome yeah. P <laughs> thanks for noticing <laughs> yeah I've been holding on to it all night <laughs> I see you've been eating asparagus <laughs> I hope you would smell that before you see it. Awesome, different vegetable. <laughs> oh. uh, okay, so awesome pea. When you first look at it, um, I guess the first thing you notice is that it's a 2D platformer, like your classic running and jumping platformer where you know you run and you jump. Oh. You play a pea. Um, visually, it's like uh, monochromatic green, like old school Game Boy, I guess. And actually, one of the cool things is that there's a visual setting where you can change it to be like an old CRT TV, where it has like scan lines and shit like that. And it's got, oh, sort nice. of got the rounded edges and weird scan lines and shit. But you can turn that off to yeah, just have okay. normal yeah. HD view. Mm-hmm. But it's still monochromatic with a fucking P that you bounce around on. Um, I mean, with. <laughs> you don't <laughs> jump on the P. No. So you play as the P as in the vegetable, obviously. We've... Establish that. that. Yeah, you should do it again you, though, just in yeah. Case. So it's a vegetable. <laughs> um, your mission is to reach the end of each level. Wow, shock horror! While collecting all of the coins and gems in the level, shock horror. Right. So we look at this and we go, ah, oh, that's a pretty fucking simple two D platformer. Whatever, no big deal. Um, it's got a cool visual 
style, but whatever, what sets this apart? So it's a pretty difficult platformer. Um, okay. It reminds me a bit of like Super Meat Boy. For difficulty, yeah. For would. difficulty and every time you die, it resets you at the beginning of the level. There's no checkpointing, which is super frustrating if you suck at platformers. So in that case, I would not suggest that you play this game. Yeah. But um, I don't feel like any of the deaths that you get in it are cheap. At the start, as you like learn the levels, as you start them, you will inevitably die. Um, sometimes the green monochromatic visual style of it with the CRT scan lines, if you've got that mode set on, can make it a bit difficult to see some stuff. So, for example, one of the earlier levels, I think it might have been the first level, actually, which is the easiest one. Of course. Um, there's spikes on the ground, and you've got to jump over them. Classic yeah. platformer mm-hmm. trap. Um, and... I didn't see the spikes at one point because of the way that the screen looks. So, like, as I'm rushing through the level, yeah. didn't see it, jumped on it, died. Yeah. Restart the level. And then next time when I got there, I knew they were there. Yeah. Right. So, it's your classic platform where you learn the shit as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, in that sense, I guess it's not very unique. I mean, the visual style is retro and mm-hmm. the difficulty is definitely up there. Like, it's a, it's not a fucking easy game. So if you... Is it fast, like uh, Meat Boy? No. Okay. It kind of is at your own pace. You've got to sort of... I guess Meat Boy definitely was all about speed to dodge stuff. But this you can kind of take your time and wait for platforms to sort of move to you or wait for whatever... A bit like Mario. ...energy that kill you. Yeah, it's kind of a bit like Mario. So um, the controls are really responsive when you're playing, which is fucking necessary in a platforming game because you don't want to be like oh shit energy ball flying at me jump and it doesn't jump right or like the timing's off so that's really good so that helps not make the death feel cheap Mm -hmm. when you die because you know when you die you fucked up the game didn't just fuck you over oh that's good so um, yeah in general I think it's a pretty solid platformer Mm -hmm. Um, it's cheap as well it's only like $8.95 on the PSN store it's mm. available for PS4 and Vita, but it's not cross-buy, so both are separate purchases. Okay. Yeah. It's also available on Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Oh, cool. I think it's made by one guy, so yeah. like, pretty solid for a one-man mm. show, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd, if you're into platformers, I'd say give it a go. i give it a three out of five, mainly because, um, obviously... Like I said, there's nothing really unique about it except mm-hmm. for the fact that you're a P. Yeah. And you could just be any green circle, honestly. Yeah. You're only a P because they say you're a P. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could be like awesome green blob. <laughs> you know, that could be the yeah. name of the game. But yeah, three out of five. Um, I think it's fun, but not for everyone. The other indie game that I got, which this is a real fucking delight. It's called Pode. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a pretty short game, but basically the idea is that there's two characters. You can play it single player or couch co-op, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And couch co-op is probably the best way to play this because each of the characters has their own abilities. And that way you get to work with someone on trying to finish the game. Whereas playing solo, you have to know a few more controls, I guess, because yeah. it's more complicated. But the two characters are a rock named Boulder. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and a star called Glow, right? And you're on this kind of 
decrepit, desolate, sort of dead area, okay. like a mountain or something. Yep. And your mission is to sort of make it through the world and, and sort of regrow things well, on this journey, okay. right? Yep. So Glow's power is wherever they walk, plants grow. Mm-hmm. And you use those plants to sort of walk around and move. And Boulder can make rock formations and can also eat Glow and like spit him across the fucking map. Oh, wow. And stuff like that. So from a gameplay point of view, it's pretty interesting in the way that it works. They work together and there's puzzles yep. where you have to sort of use their separate abilities. Mm-hmm. And the, as you go through the game, you unlock new abilities at a nice pace where the game's short, but it's paced in a way that makes it feel good. Nice. You know, you get satisfaction as you're learning the new abilities as you play. Um, the difficulty goes up as you're playing, so it gets more and more and more difficult, which is good. Mm-hmm. Pretty standard. Um, and yeah, the only problem with this game, for me, is that it's thirty five ninety five on the well, PSN, okay. yep. which is pretty fucking expensive for a little indie game. Yeah. To me, mm. right? So it's thirty two dollars thirty five if you have PS Plus, which is like a three dollar fucking discount, three dollars yeah. sixty, which is standard ten percent, ten percent, but yeah. it's still over thirty bucks. Yeah, exactly. I think the price point for this one would probably be like twenty to twenty five at a stretch. Yep. If you're a if you want to have a if nice you're a millionaire, like it's a delightful, <laughs> charming game. The characters really grow on you as you play and like they seem simple. It's a rock and a star. Who gives a shit? Yeah. But the relationship between them as they work together, it's one of those games. It's kind of like Journey or something like that where mm-hmm. you sort of grow to love the character as you play yeah. through the game. Yeah. Um, something that... What was that one? Oh, man. There was this little indie game that came out a while back that I beat a couple of times mm-hmm. because I just really fucking liked it and I can't remember what it was called but you played like Tetris shapes it was a platformer where you played a Tetris shape like a the long four dot one yeah the long piece but you would change to different pieces throughout the story oh. and it was so simple in that way but the each one had their own personality mm-hmm and by the end of it, you were just like, these are real characters that I yeah. have really connected wow. with, even though they're like four blocks joined together. Mm. You know, fuck, I wish I could remember what that was called. It was something really simple. But anyway, the point is, this game is delightful. Pode, um, the price, like I said, a bit high. But yeah, four out of five for me. I think it's a fucking really delightful, charming game. And, oh, good. You know, they're good to see every now and then. So it's true. I think now is the time to move on yeah. to the big boy. Exactly. Um, the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we play the anthem. Mm. Um, so we played the beta. Yes. And we talked and about that. And we talked that. about that. Yep. And I kind of shat on it a bit. I guess we kind of both did. Mm. Um, the beta was... There's no arguing. I think the beta was pretty disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. And even... More so because it was more touted as a demo than a beta. Like yeah. it, it was, it was a beta. Yes, no doubt about it. And it was about well, load for there's them. There's no like a demo is when a game is out. Mm. That a demo is a mini version of that game that you yeah. play. When it's an always online game and they release a quotation marks air quotes mm-hmm. fucking demo prior to the game coming out, it's not a fucking demo. That's no, a beta. That's right. It's for yeah. like to test. 
they're not load doing and it and all that kind of they're stuff. not doing it to go here have a try of this game yeah they're testing load and you know getting feedback that's right you know and even though it seems like maybe they didn't take that much feedback <laughs> from it you that's know that's true that's compared to like we talked about the division beta mm. the division 2 beta where they were patching it as the beta was that's going right. yeah which was really um, good but yeah, there was things in the beta for well demo for Anthem that were really disappointing, mm. and, and it was lacking in I a lot of ways. I think a part of that is the reason why, or not the reason, but a part of the reason why the internet shat on this game so much. Yeah, because it has had it's had an uphill battle right from day dot. Yeah, I think um, the, they almost shouldn't have done the demo. Yeah, I agree. because it fucked them badly. Mm-hmm. Like the, I think the full game was really different yeah. to the demo experience. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more stuff to do. There was characters to talk to. Yeah. Like, I played it. I would have put, like, 40 or 50 hours into Anthem, I reckon. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I had a lot of fun playing it. But when I played the demo, I was like, well, you know, the flying in your javelin's pretty cool, but there's nothing to really fly to. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. you've got the story missions and then we did kind of, there was free play in the demo, but it was like, what do I fucking kill some shitty animals? Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, there was nothing really And that happening. was about all that they wanted you to, I think. Um, so, yeah, that kind of, it definitely made people like, and plus it's EA. So yeah. immediately, and Bioware, who, their last game was fucking Mass Effect Andromeda, which mm-hmm. people shout on that as well. I've, had a fucking decent amount of time playing, playing that Mass Effect Andromeda and I enjoyed yeah. that yeah but the internet did not no that's <laughs> they right they shat on it yeah. and so and the internet always shits on EA yeah so they're bound to be up against it mm. and then to release a demo that's fucking below average yeah it was a bit of a letdown for it and I mean to be honest there were some things that I read about it that I agreed with you know, there were a few things that I actually in the full game. Yeah, some of the yep. you know some of the bad articles I actually went. Yeah, I can get your point. Mm. Um, and for me, like I, I have really tried not to, and I always do. I try not to read too much or read reviews or or just read too much. Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reading yeah. what is if that? it's a good review, they'll make a movie out of it. <laughs> I read that book, Playboy, March twenty eighteen. <laughs> that was a great novel. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> real life-like animation. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it really. There were um, a few parts where I was like, you know, this is they. They do have some good points, but I like. I really wanted to try and take it on from a standpoint of yeah. If on its own, if merits. anything, yeah, it's, its own its own uniqueness. Yeah, um, which was hard to do, obviously, because I love Destiny as well. Yeah, and there's a lot of similarities. It's about very it. similar. Um, it's a sci-fi shooter where you play in a squad. Some of and the things you kill that kill aliens. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, some of the things that I really think they fucked up with, and it's got nothing to do with the game itself, mm. was the voice acting of some of the big names in the game. Yeah, like there was the a girl in the uh, market who's yeah. you know the youngest girl from Bob's Burgers who's been on fucking a thousand TV shows now, yeah. and we all know her face. And then what she looks like, she's actually a pretty big actress. Um, she was like this merchant in and you know you walk past and she goes hey we got some new things yeah and you go oh i know that voice and then it's like oh but she doesn't really have a part in this at all and that yeah. kind of felt a bit let down mm. another part is 
the barman at your, you know, the There's main a, yeah, so base Yeah, so Fort Tarsus has a bar that you can go into. Yeah, and you get, you know, submissions from there and all that kind of stuff, but the, the barman that you can speak to is the, the page from 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. And I love that dude. And he'll always be the page from 30 Rock, and yeah. it just kind of fucked with my head a little bit that they yeah. use these big names with really distinct extremely distinct sounding voices yeah. that just took me out of that universe straight yeah. away it's like why would you do that it was like yeah we've got these cool actors but we're not going to give them a real role yeah I don't know I didn't really recognise the voices and I thought that I actually thought that those smaller dialogue things really added to the game mm-hmm. and made it feel a lot more Bioware than I it expected did. the yeah. game to yeah, feel like did. because my initial thought was Bioware making an always online game this is going to suck because that game does not suit itself to dialogue and well written stories it's all yeah. about you know I mean Destiny's story picked up over time but at launch we it's were like nothing. who the fuck cares about any of this shit yeah, exactly. let me kill aliens yeah. with cool guns so and they did that extremely well yeah and mm. I think Anthem did that as well I mean all the guns kind of in the end feel the same yeah. to me yeah, and totally. I did I've been trying to get the platinum on it which mm-hmm. means I've used every gun in the game because that's yeah. one of the one of the trophies and yeah honestly they all feel the same yeah. but the dialogue in the world like there's a few characters that give you missions and it's very limited on who gives you actual yeah, missions but every time you go back to Fort Tarsus you have these sort of little dialogue options above random people around yeah. the fort and you have to explore to find them mm. and that was one of the things that shit me in the demo because we looked at Fort Tarsus and there was nothing there yeah, true. and I feel like you, one of the complaints we had was that you moved slowly mm-hmm. in Fort Tarsus and I think that was, it was still pretty slow in the full game but it definitely didn't feel as no. slow and I think they I wasn't sure if they actually gave like you couldn't run yeah, but or I, you could I, like fast walk though. Yeah, it was like you were walking normally or you press run and he'd slightly speed up his yeah. pipe, like pace. But there was a lot of that where there were characters that would talk to you as you walked past. Yeah. Like there was one guy in this little hallway bit between two doors and every time he walked past it's like, oh, did you hear that thing about the guy? Yeah, like a gossipy guy. Yeah, and it was yeah. really bizarre, but it was kind of unique to that. And it was yeah. like, oh, and then every, like I went and spoke to him a few times and yeah. I was like, you're a fucking jerk, dude, and I don't want to talk to you ever again, but he still tried. Yeah, he's like, so yeah. we're friends, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, well, that was one of the cool... Like, these characters, they're totally superfluous to the game. They, yeah. I mean, I think there was one where the options that I made in the conversation led to a mission. Oh, wow, okay. But all of the rest of them were like, this is an optional thing where you can talk to them or not, and it has no bearing on your game whatsoever. Yeah. But it creates this feeling of your character being a real character Mm. which is what we're talking about in fucking Far Cry 5 and all these games where your character means nothing in Anthem you're a faceless character named Freelancer right Mm. but you have a history because the first mission of the game is you go to the heart of rage and you fail yeah. And so you've created this thing where, like, that's the thing that sets your mind for the whole game. You're like, mm. we fucking failed, and so many people died. So you have a history, yeah. and there's characters that you have a history with, and there's people who look at you and go, oh, you were one of the ones that made it out of the Heart of Rage. And so your character is a person. Yeah. And then all of these dialogue options that you have, not they're not, like, dialogue options. They're dialogues where you get, like, two choices. Yeah. But standard, yeah. 
which way you go defines mm. you as jerk or not jerk. Yeah. Which is much. very basic, yeah. but it also helps you grow the character as mm. a person. So if you want to play the game as like a run and gun loot shooter where you don't do fucking anything except go and do missions, whatever, yeah. where the character doesn't mean shit, you're just in it to have fun. Yes, you can do that, but the choice is there to mm. grow this story and world if you want to. Yeah. And that's another thing that sets it apart from Destiny. When Destiny launched, they had the um, things that you could pick up, the like Lost Ghosts, yep. that gave you info, but you could only read it on your fucking smartphone app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this, there is so much stuff for you to find that it loads into your cortex, mm-hmm. which you can just read if you want to. I didn't read any no, of it. No, I haven't read anything either. But if you want the world to be bigger and more involved mm. like even just doing those found all the helmets because I found three helmets yeah but I didn't find a Colossus helmet maybe I don't know there was Weird. one of them that they're all around the the Fort the Tarsus and you just gotta find them yeah and I don't know where the fourth one I don't is. think I even found one <laughs> wow wow that's weird but mm. yeah the thing about it was like it just made me feel like the world was much more involved. Mm. Even just playing the game through the story missions and doing... I did all of those dialogues every time yeah. I went back to Fort Tarsus and those new ones. I did all of them. And just from that, I got this feeling that the world was an actual world that had people living in it. Like, there's one woman that you talk to as you progress through the game. There's an old lady. Yeah, with her son. Yeah, and you talk to her and she's like, oh, my son mm. like died. in, Or no, he disappeared yeah, and never I'm came back. I'm waiting for him still. Yeah, waiting for him. And then the next time you talk to her, she's like, oh, my son, you've returned to me. And you have the option to be truthful yeah. or pretend that you're her son to try and make mm. her feel better. And I pretended to be her son. So did I. Which seems like the good choice but also a kind of evil yeah, choice. exactly. But I was like, look, she has dementia. Yeah. I'm going to help her here by just playing along with it because, you know, what, what harm can it do? Yeah, what harm can it do? And then at one point you're like, no, I'm not really your son. And you can either be like, I was, you know, you say, oh, I was trying to be nice to you. But I'm a jerk. And I'm sorry, but yeah. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. And like that character was so fringe and optional oh, yeah, yeah. and it was one of it's the one best of the moments. I, remote, I remember. I was just like, "Wow, well. man, that's yeah. such that's humanity." Yeah, that's know? right. And so, just from that side of it, I feel like it's definitely falls into that Bioware game type thing. Yeah, and I think that a lot of the complaints online, like, okay, the game crashes a lot. <laughs> Let's put that out there. Mm-hmm. It's a fucked game in that way. <laughs> yeah. Like, I played last Sunday it's like Assassin's I, Creed broken yeah worse than that yeah because is. I had yeah. like where I was in the middle of a mission and it bounced me back to the EA Frostbite load screen that's the first thing when you start the game yeah wow it just like changed from flying in a javelin to EA Frostbite reloading the whole game wow and I was like well that's fucking weird but then I just load in and I'm like eh yeah. and there's long load screens but oh, I was yeah. like at that point I'm kind of like Stockholm syndrome about it. I'm just like, oh, cool. I'll just check my phone then. Yeah. And, you know, Google some shit for two minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I had crashes where it went blue screen error on the PS4. Wow. Which is like the whole game crashes. Yeah. I didn't have the alleged PS4 crashes and bricks itself yeah. fucking thing that went yeah. over Reddit for a little while. I thought that might be a bit made bit of up. A hoaxy maybe, yeah. But, um, yeah, the game certainly is fucked yeah, <laughs> in is. that way it is but like I said I 
played it Some for people have worse hours. issues yeah, than others too. Definitely. Like I've only had a couple of times, and I, like I said, I played maybe 25 hours, maybe, I, don't, I wouldn't say even 30, but yeah. maybe 25 hours. Um, and yeah, I, I had a couple of very minor issues. One of the things that probably pissed me off the most was I was playing one Sunday, I think it was, and I text you and I'm like, oh, the fucking servers are closing. Yes. And it's in the middle of the day, like one o'clock or something like that. And it comes up in the, like, not the middle of the screen, but more importantly, over where your javelin overheats bar. So yeah. every time you're flying and this, like, for yeah, two hours, see. there's a fucking clock there all and the time. And every, like, 30 seconds or something, it pops back up again. Yeah. So this is the thing that they fixed in the last patch. Oh, thank Christ. Not only that, it turned out there was a lot of confusion about this because what it did was it said, server shutting down, you have this long. Standard server shutdown message. Yeah. But what it was, was your particular server is shutting down, not the whole game. So if you just disconnected and reconnected... It would have fixed it. You went to a different server. And so they did two things in the latest patch, right? And this is what's pretty cool about Anthem in terms of how fucked it is, Mm -hmm. is because they are actually focused on trying to fix stuff yeah good there's like the reddit for the anthem game or it's like slash anthem game or whatever they just (laughs) shit on it so bad the loot like complaints about the loot they patched it and changed the loot the way loot drops because what was happening was you would hit max level and then you would go and try to the point is to farm masterwork equipment yeah right to get your equipment up but it would still drop common and uncommon shit, which you are immediately... And, like, you're not just trashing those. If you're hunting for masterwork, you're trashing common, uncommon, rare, and epic because yeah. you don't need any of that shit. That's right. And it's pretty slow salvaging yeah. it all. Mm-hmm. So they changed it so that common and uncommon no longer drop if you're level 30. Okay, good. At all. So you're still fucking off all the rare and epic shit. Yeah. But the drop rate people are complaining about which I thought even after the patch I had a few more masterwork items that I still needed and I had no problem getting them so okay. I, in fact it was almost easier after the patch because yeah. there was items there's components mm-hmm. that you wear six of them yeah. and none of them dropped for me as masterwork until after the patch oh okay and so I was like yeah. cool whatever it was fine well that, that but, kind of salvaging stuff actually really pissed me off because you can go to your um, cortex or whatever it is where yeah. you can fuck with your I like um, the gear inventory window yeah um, and you can redo your skins or whatever you want yeah. to do um, and you can trash things there by just pre- pressing the whole square, square yeah. and it just trashes them and then you get you know whatever Some it random is random shit yeah. um, that's useless that you or you use. can go to like a shop kind yeah. of thing which is when you land it's on the right of where you oh the have vault your, yeah yeah and you can actually go there and do the same thing, but it's supposed to do it in bulk. Yeah. But it takes three times longer. Yeah, that's like, one of the things the people have complained Seriously, about. Seriously, f- I did it once and I was like, this fucking game. Like, yeah. Why would I ever do that? Yeah, exactly. Doesn't people like, why don't you just do checkboxes like every other game? Exactly. Just tick, 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 trash all. Kill, yeah, done. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, they have been patching shit and changing it. And one of the things that they changed was that server shutdown message. They changed it to say the server you are on is about to shut down. Oh. 
not all servers or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's very clear now that yeah. it's not because I fucking though. had that come up and my server shut down and I went, oh, I'll go play something else. Mm. But I could have just gone to a different server. Same. So yeah. that's fucking annoying. Yeah. Uh, but it is what it is and now they fixed it and the message doesn't pop up as common as often as now, often great which is kind of shitty because I was playing the other day and and, and your server shut my down. server shut down <laughs> and I'd been playing for like 30 minutes oh wow and I didn't get a pop-up message oh, so shit. I don't know if that was a bug or what but yeah, it's weird. yeah so there's a lot of still a lot of growing pains and glitches yeah. and bugs definitely there's no denying mm. it but the I, game I'd like to say one more bugbear with it is yeah. that I really loved playing as a Colossal Colossus was yeah. Colossus. I didn't particularly like the other characters. Mm. Like they were good, but I loved the running around with your shield and doing yeah. the ground stomp and all that kind of shit that the Colossus could do. Plus, I love the fact that as a Colossus, you've got a shield that you can just pop up out of your arm, basically. Yeah, and super handy when other yeah, people are dead. If there's people that are dying around you, you can just pop your shield up and heal them. Yeah, and you're saving yourself and them from getting hit while you're going through this process yeah. and the number of Colossus characters that I saw not doing that and I was like yeah. fucking revive me yeah. with your shield exactly yeah, and they die in do. front of you and you're like are you fucking serious <laughs> you are the Colossus you're the tank exactly. motherfucker yeah and I love doing that so it kind of annoyed me a little bit when I got to whatever level you get your first eight I think it was when you get your next your choice next your next one, yeah. um and I'd been playing as a Colossus. I'd bought a fucking wrap for his skin, you yeah. know, and I went and placed it on every little fucking piece that you have yeah. to wrap it on. <laughs> Did all of I that. I know where you're going now. Yeah. I looked sick. Then I went and opened another javelin. I'm like, oh, wow. I'll go and check that out. I went and checked it out. And then I went, nah, it's not as good. I'm going to go back me. to the other yeah. one. That was and me then, with the Storm character. Yeah, I think but it was the it, storm that I got, and I was yeah, like, "Yeah, it's good." But very I love, different. I love being up in their face and like punching yeah. big monsters in the shit. Yeah, storm, you have like to that. fucking run and hide. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and then I went back to the Colossus, and I was that fucking red, dirty, shitty skin again yeah, that I the was. Initial color. And I was like, "Well, I'm not going to go and reskin this whole thing again. Yeah. I'd rather just jump in and play." Um, so that was a bit shitty. I was. I bit, don't know if that's a thing that they fixed. I've noticed it a couple of times because I've hit level 30 so I've unlocked all of them yeah. and I've played as all of them because I'm yeah. trying to get the platinum and I noticed it at the beginning but now when I go back to my storm it has retained my paint okay, job so yeah. I'm hoping that it's a fix and I think the other thing, thing it did as well was because I went from a colossus to the storm and the storm's like a quarter of the size of the colossus yeah it still had the frame of the colossus and it yeah, looked like, like bits Dr. And pieces Octagon floating. kind of thing like yeah. floating around it and it was like <laughs> Well, why can't I do anything with those things? But anyway, yeah. that was a minor thing. That I don't was, know if that's it was gone. it was a weird little glitch. Yeah, but, um, and I know we're going to talk about this now. The gameplay, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, definitely can't deny it. So, Bungie, right, made Destiny, and one of the original designers of Halo actually said, "Was the it's not the quote like paraphrasing was something like, if you can nail that thirty seconds of fun, you have something special on your hands, right?" Yeah. Now, there's no fucking denying that Anthem has that. Oh, like, yeah. When you fly and dive into the water or go through a waterfall and, you know, then you sort of hover and shoot enemies and then you sort of... Just all of the flying and yeah. all of that interaction, the gameplay loop of fighting, 
is that's the reason why I spent like 40 or 50 hours on yeah. it. And the missions, um, the difference, I guess, with Destiny is Destiny had the missions that you do and then you constantly replayed them. Yeah. This, once you hit the end of the story, you can quick play to do the story missions with people who are in the middle of them, mm-hmm. but you can't physically select other missions that you've already done to replay them. Oh. You can only do free play or the strongholds. Okay. Um, and it and did open other strongholds. I yeah, haven't so done there's any three of those. strongholds. As soon as end. I finished the main mission, yeah. I just put it down because I wanted to go to yeah, Metro. Metro, yeah. So, so the um, the three strongholds that you can do are pretty fun, and they're where you're going to go if you're farming equipment. Yeah. The free play, like we said in the demo, was really fucking lacking. Mm. And in the full game, it's still kind of lacking but it, there's fucking heaps to do there's yeah. world events everywhere there's collectibles for you to find um, you can just randomly fly along and see a weird thing or a group of enemies and go fuck it I'm going to kill all you guys <laughs> um, but at the same time you're like you're flying and you're like watching your overheat bar fill up yeah. and you're looking around and you see a waterfall and you sort of swan dive and time it perfectly to hit yeah, that that's and not cool, crash right? yeah. but it resets your overheat when you yeah. go through the waterfall Stuff like that, it's just, it feels so good. Mm, it does. So, there's I, nothing like, yeah. as you say, like, and I did it maybe once or twice really well, is when you, you do see something and you swan dive to go to the bottom of like a cliff mm. and then you fly up the side of the cliff and then you hit some water and it, it just is perfect. Yeah. You know, and you just go, wow, that was a rush. Yeah, you great know? moment. Yeah perfect gaming moment yeah and it had nothing to do with anything else yeah. except for just that feeling of freedom and getting it right and like yeah. you know even feeling when you when you're flying down low along water seeing yeah. the mist and seeing the ripples in the water and that kind of stuff because yeah. that cools you down a little bit as well or stops you from heating yeah. up maybe um and but then the, actually going into the water and then yeah. like underwater is pointless. There's nothing in there that's useful, yeah, but it looks really cool. It. Yeah. You can get a loot box out of nearly every body of water, yeah. but it's a bit of dicking around. And yeah. they're usually trash yeah, anyway, exactly, yeah. but yeah. it's a cool thing to be able to go, oh cool, like I've replayed, um, so I played most of the game single player yeah. on private and then as I got further through the story, the difficulty started raising. So I went, fuck it, I'll play public and I'll play with other people. And it got to the point where I would start a mission and, you know, all four of you randos who don't know each other start flying and it's like a race to see who gets there first. And you're like, you're flying and then you see a lake and you're like, sweet, perfect, go dive in and fly out. And like all of that, just getting from point A to point B Mm. felt so fucking good. Yeah. It did. So there, there was the one mission that I yeah. is probably one of my favourite memories from the game. Is you have to go and unlock these four hero tombs to get the yeah. next piece to be able to yeah. move on. And that's one of the things people were complaining about too, because it felt like a roadblock. The way that it was designed, where you got a certain point in the story where you couldn't advance through the story unless, unless you you'd done yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. And I'd seen those complaints and when I got to it, I still had some other side missions to do so it wasn't a big deal for me. Okay, yeah. So I just went, oh yeah, cool, I'll just like try to do those things while I'm doing other missions. Mm-hmm. But, well see, for like, me it your was totally different. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd already done all the missions leading up to that point 
of course, to open that up. Yeah. But I'd also done probably seven to ten hours of free play, just fucking yeah. around, just having fun. Yeah, doing killing stuff, stuff. And doing things, and going to whatever I needed to. So by the time I got to this mission, I actually thought it was kind of broken because yeah. I got. I had to go and do these things and I rocked up to the first one and there was like a door and it said, you have to have completed these things and they were all full. Yeah. Ticked. And I'm like, sweet. It's like, so you've they, completed all the yeah, stuff. Yeah, you've completed oh, okay. Open up, bang, done. And then yeah. I went from, that was like in the top left-hand corner of the screen of the yeah. map. The, the next one was all the way down oh, the yeah. bottom in the middle kind of thing back at Fort Tarsus or yeah. underneath. Yeah. So I had to fly all the way back down there by the time I got actually found it, I had to fuck around trying to find it. Yeah, that one was fucking hard to yeah, find. Yeah, you have to follow a creek and then you get in this little bit yeah, and then you go underneath. But I found it and I went in there and I was like, all right, sweet. All ticked as well, so I'll just go in there. And then I think the next one was like halfway up to the right side of the map, so I went to there and then the full other corner on the right yeah. side of the map. And I was like, it actually doesn't take that long to fly this entire map and yeah. in the seven hours of or ten hours of free play that I've been playing it felt like I'd just fucked around for hours and I'd only explored a tiny little section of it yeah and then when I actually had the mission to go from point one to corner to, to point, down yeah. to the other corner it was maybe half an hour kind of thing of yeah. actually flying the whole way to get to places yeah and then at one point I did stop and kill a shitload of shit. But, you know, that felt cool too. But yeah. then I just got to the next point and I was like, but I because I'd mucked around a little bit all game, yeah. I'd actually completed all of those missions, all the, you know, things that needed yeah, to be like, done. Yeah, just and like kill fucking 50 things with an ultimate. Or that's right. Like that. Yeah. And then by the time I got there, it was like, oh, you've completed all these things. Here you go. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that was really fucking easy. Like, why did they even bother putting that kind of shit yeah. in there if it just happens playing the game? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it should have been a go and do this or whatever it was. Yeah. But See, I didn't do... I did maybe an hour of free play yeah. with you. Yeah. And then I yeah. was like, fuck free play. Yeah. Because I was tired that night and I was yeah. in a shit mood. And I, <laughs> so and I like, stayed up for a couple of hours playing that yeah. night. And so. I was just like, fuck this game. Like, I was trying to... I was task focused and yeah. you guys were like, oh, look at this. Oh, look at yeah. this. And I was like, fucking hell. Let's just do the things. And then I went, nah, I'm turning it off. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, fuck And you'd had play. about three crashes in that time as well. Yeah. So I was like, nah, not doing it. <laughs> so when I got to that mission, I had probably, I think two of the tombs, I'd done all the challenges required yeah. and two I hadn't. And then it didn't take me long to get them done. But once you hit level 30, it actually unlocks, you talk to a person in Fort Tarsus and it unlocks Legionnaire challenges okay. because the whole point of the story is that it's about the Heart of Rage and the Legion of Dawn and the history of the area. Yeah. And so this person goes, I'm actually in the Legion of Dawn, but oh. I'm not like a javelin lancer guy. I'm just a history record keeper guy. Wow. And you may think the Legion of Dawn is dead, but us record keepers are still over here waiting for the fucking dude who can unlock the fortress or whatever, which wow. is what you do in the story. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, these are your missions, and it's a whole nother list of shit for you to do. And it's oh, like, wow. do 25 quick plays yeah. and stuff like that, which just drives you to more gameplay. Yeah. I haven't done very many of them because I'm not that interested. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, they use that as a way to increase the gameplay. And one of the complaints that I've seen a lot is, oh, there's not enough content. The game has no content. It's fucking pretty much not even a game. Which to me is like blatantly false. Yeah. Right? Some of the reviews out there, like it's been getting six out of tens and shit, which Mm. for me, maybe at launch, prior to any of the patching they've done, it was kind of broken and shitty, but there was definitely content there. Yeah. Like there's more con- it feels like the, to me there's more content than Destiny yeah. in the story alone there's more content yeah. in the strongholds there's three strongholds I don't know how many strikes there was in Destiny at launch one but, at launch I think yeah I think it was yeah. only one hey yeah. so it feels to me like Anthem definitely has more content than Destiny mm. had and that's the natural comparison yeah so I feel like any review that or any person who talks about the game and comes out f- saying there's no content mm. is ridiculous. Yeah. Because like I said, I've put 40 or 50 hours into it already. And you couldn't and if there was There's nothing. more shit for me to do if yeah. I want to. Yeah. I'm not going back to it now because Division two's the Division 2 is just yeah. dropped. But, you know, one day I'll go back. And yeah. what I really yeah. liked, um, not to go into too many, I don't want to spoil the story because I really liked the story of Anthem. I think that it was very simple but I think it was really well done and I really liked the characters when I got to the end I was like you know I'd built a relationship with these characters and I really enjoyed it and at the end you play through the credits and then you're in Fort Tarsus and it's like hey let's go celebrate because we won the day that's kind of a spoiler I guess but like obviously it's a fucking game exactly you knew what was happening but then this person's like oh you come over here for a sec we need to talk I've got to show you something that's right Yeah. and they show you this thing and it's like this is a worry that we have. It's not a massive thing, so don't like talk about it to anyone. Yeah. But, you know, be aware of it. Yeah. And you just it's like obviously a foretelling for like DLC a foreshadowing for DLC. Yeah. But it's so well done. Yeah. But I, I like just that. watched that cutscene and I was like, that is a fucking great way to yeah. foreshadow the future mm. of this game. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I think Des- uh, Destiny. I think Anthem is definitely worth picking up. Yeah, I think that um, if you have the ability to play with friends, yeah, it is a much stronger game as well. See, I rarely played it with anyone. Yeah, like that I knew. I played yeah. it with a lot of randoms. I had to mission it. All my yeah. missions I did on free play with ev- not free play, yeah, but public. I did, yeah, public. Yeah, and there is that major issue of you never talk to people. Yeah, and it's hard to tell if you're dead and you're waiting for a revive, you can't, like, yeah. press a button to say, hey, come revive me, yeah. and it's easy for you to not see if someone's exactly. dead, yeah. um, unless you're paying attention. Yeah. One of the things that they fixed in the latest patch, another thing that they fixed was they removed the respawn restriction. So it used to be when you were in a certain part of a mission, if you died, you had to be revived. You couldn't respawn yourself. Yeah. Now... It's 30 seconds in those areas. So in a normal area, it's like 10 seconds. And they've made it so in those areas, even if you're like in a key story part, you can wait 30 seconds and then revive yourself, which means a lot less squads wiping because the number of times where I had it come up and say squad defeated when I died and I hadn't even fucking realized the three guys I was playing with were dead. Yeah, exactly. You're just like ridiculous. But like, so by all means, it's not a perfect game. Yeah. But if you can handle the crashing and if you can handle the load screens, the gameplay is really, really fun. Mm. And if um, you haven't played it yet, 
play Metro Exodus yeah. first because the load screens are about three times longer. <laughs> but there's no other load screens between sections. Yeah. yeah. So that's a big difference. I mean, that's cool. um, what's cool about Anthem. You can go from one end of the world to the other and it doesn't. Yeah, there's no loading. Seamless. When you're yeah. in free play, whereas in Destiny, we, it had that thing where you'd be riding along on your little hover bike and then you just like, freeze. Stop. And it'd be like, and go. So there's none of that in Anthem, which is cool. Initially, I was going to give Anthem a seven. Sorry, a three and a half, I guess, out of five. Yeah. But... Like, the way we've been talking about it, it just doesn't feel like that. Yeah. I reckon it's a four. I, I think it's a solid four. Yeah, yeah, solid. because And I played it before the patches. Yeah. So, I thought the story was okay. I didn't like some of the voice acting. Yeah. I thought the guy was... I don't know, you liked it? The interactions yeah. were okay. But I thought my character responding was very monotoned a lot of the time yeah it, I kind of felt like it was just like it, a normal person talking though like yeah. that's how I would talk I don't know what do you mean we all talk really happy and excited all the time <laughs> um, <laughs> I emote yeah, with my words exactly so um, so yeah. yeah I think it's a solid four I probably yeah. wouldn't go as high as a four and a half yeah um, for now but yeah. I think it's Definitely got potential. Yeah. I think the shit that it's been copying online is ridiculous and overblown. So do I. And I think there's probably mob mentality involved. There's also EA hate involved because, like, fucking hell, EA cops so much shit, but they make FIFA, which is one of the best fucking games ever. Yeah. Undisputedly best sports game. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. So EA cop it. Some of their decisions are pretty shitty, but I think... Bioware they have to make pretty fucking game. big decisions though too yeah. so yeah and like yeah okay some of their shit's anti-consumer but they've got to fucking pay their shareholders yeah and like welcome to capitalism that's right guys um, but yeah so the next episode obviously the division we just we've mentioned the division 2 yeah. dropped um, it comes out in two days we received yeah, it a the, day ago the pre-order I think gold edition you get three days pre-access yep so that's as of today Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes out on Friday and I just want to say before we finish the episode I got this email from Ubisoft today so I started playing The Division 2 last night yeah me too and they sent me this email and it says welcome back Asmaroth which is my PSN ID after spending 11 hours in The Division 2 betas wow so I spent 11 hours in the betas dedicating 145 hours fighting for New York City and taking down more than 12,969 enemies in the Division 1. Wow. It's time to... The time has come to take back Washington, D.C. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now, wow. the Division 2, we talked about the beta, and we really fucking enjoyed it. Yeah. And I've all I've done in the Division 2 is loaded in, done the intro, mm-hmm. and then run to the first settlement in Washington. And I'm already like... Fuck. Yeah. See you later, Anthem. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty much see you later to everything right now because yeah. it has so much in it. Yeah. And I've only done literally kind of one mission, I think, is all yeah. I did. And we played it already in the, the um, beta. Yeah. But I've just done that and I've been running around the streets. You know, there's Fine so to much do. to find. There's so many fucking people everywhere. Everyone wants to talk to you. Like, you just run through the first settlement. And yeah. everyone's like, oh, hey, look at you. You're looking good. You know, and stuff like <laughs> no, that. Random like, person. I'm yeah. talking nice to you. <laughs> There's a couple of like 
bizarre little glitchy pops and stuff like that like there was a dude floating off the side of a balcony yeah and then I kind of went wait a second and I stopped and turned around and he was still floating there but then a second later the balcony arm like you know, arm rails in. popped yeah. in and he was sitting on them so I was like oh, okay that was bizarre <laughs> and then there was another woman who was like I was running up a um a set of stairs which then have become planks and then you turn a corner and go up some more stairs yeah and I was running up the stairs and she was just like in the motion of walking but it was really smooth and she wasn't moving her legs yeah. she was just kind of going that's like, a classic Ubisoft glitch yeah and right. I was that's just like, like Assassin's Creed that's cool that's I want to do that Creed, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I haven't had the game crash yet like the way that Anthem was yeah but, I haven't um, at all yeah no. man and I'm the division. so keen Fuck. It, it is it feels beautiful everything is about it yeah yeah so I'm good. so keen the first like you enter the story differently to the beta but yeah. then it goes into where the beta started yeah but in between the two there's this fucking montage cinematic that like pans through different parts of Washington DC mm. and it pops up the different studios from Ubisoft that have worked on it and there's like eight of the fuckers yeah and that little video I was just like almost getting goosebumps I was like this is fucking cool yeah. I'm so ready for this and it, it literally looks picturesque yeah you know like I was sitting there I put it on and Tanya was sitting next to me and she I said well this game looks fucking beautiful yeah and she just kind of looked at it and went oh it's a game yeah as in like it could have been like there's yeah. a, cup of coffee that looks like you could reach out and grab it yeah you know? like it looks like it was just a fucking image this is in the so, that intro cinematic yeah, yeah yeah I said to Laura I was like she's like what kind of game is this and I was like it's like post-apocalyptic but there's no zombies yeah. so don't worry about that <laughs> it's all about humanity and the survival mm. of, of humanity after a pandemic and then she was like okay whatever yeah of course and then that in <laughs> that cinematic started and I said oi watch this and she watched it and she was like Oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> now I know what you're talking about. That's right. But yeah. um yeah, it's fucking it's got me so keen. I'm like excited for this mm. unlike I've been excited for really any other game for a quite some time. Yeah. Um, well the beta was done well and it, yeah. it played very nicely. Yeah. I'm really excited about being able to have the sections unlocked that were locked in the beta. Yeah. Um and like just you know, it's the feeling that you get from Assassin's Creed like going all the way back to Assassin's Creed 2 maybe not 1 because that was like the Middle East and I don't know shit about the Middle East Mm -hmm. but Assassin's Creed 2 was like exploring fucking Italy and seeing stuff and then you got to like Brotherhood and Revelations and you saw Rome and all these different landmarks and stuff Mm -hmm. and that was what that's what I really love about Assassin's Creed games is seeing the world that is out there but that I can't go see because I'm fucking poor right <laughs> and I can play the division the division see 2 and things. I can see like the capitol building and the white house and that weird spike thing that they have in fucking Washington you know <laughs> and like you get to see actual things from the world and it's done so well oh man yeah. we can talk about this well, for fucking no, we're ever, gonna we're gonna play and yeah. um I'm going to go home and yeah. play that shit. Yeah, exactly. And then we will be back in your ear holes with some of that information real yeah, soon. Definitely. So we're wrapping up right now. Thanks for sticking in with us on this pretty long episode. Yeah. But I think it's been a good one. Yep. Um, we've There's been a bit of passion about games, which 
you know, is always good. Yeah, I feel that's like right. some, exactly. we've been doing this for quite a long time, so it kind yeah. of dissipates over the time. Mm-hmm. But then there's certain games that really fucking get me going, and Actually, Anthem was one of them, surprisingly. I've got a little bit of uh, listener feedback. Um, yeah. We went away on the weekend, and I spoke to a friend of mine, Andrew, who is not a gamer at yeah. all. Um, he's, you know, 18, 21 year old kind of play some games every now and again but he um, something came up on Facebook and he was just like oh I'll click on it and listen to it he listened to I think he said 30 minutes or 40 minutes of the last podcast Yeah. and then he, after that time he was just like oh fuck this is cool but why am I listening to this like I don't even <laughs> play games <laughs> I'm just listening but anyway I thought that was really cool and Andrew big shout out I hope you're listening this far into this one <laughs> no one will well, anyway the 40 minutes was like half an episode exactly ago. but thank yeah. you for listening everybody and we'll talk to you very soon yeah catch you later